Business, sex, feminism, life. Totally uncensored. Welcome to the Woman Podcast. We have shit to say and you're gonna want to hear it. <laughs> so this is our New Year, New Me episode. Just JK. kidding. <laughs> Fuck that <not>. shit. <laughs> Diet culture tends to have its peak in January, mm-hmm. um, and we all deserve better. We really Absolutely, do. diet do. culture is fucking bullshit. Yeah. It's canceled. It's canceled. <laughs> it needs canceled. to be. Yes. Well, I just canceled it. Okay. <laughs> For anybody that wants to, um, do either of you want to speak on your experience with diet culture? Yeah, let's get right into it. We have 30 minutes, so. <laughs> so, um, give her. Do you want me to start? You, you started last time. Yeah, please start. Okay. No. Yes. Okay, I'll start off. Um, so, diet culture has just always been a part of my life, I guess. Um, I remember as a kid, my grandma was um, was a, a tops a tops member so I it was like that. taking off pounds i totally forgot that till right sensibly now. or something yeah, i don't know something like that yeah. and then and then i remember i remember when she got to be a cop which is keeping off pounds sensibly oh. or whatever the s stands for which means that she had reached her goal weight and then she was maintaining and then i also remember like my mom being on weight watchers and um <clears throat> my mom and and like one of her best friends used to get together and do like jazzercise like step aerobics or whatever and they have like the hot pink that's kind of fun yeah it was super fun right my mom just used the aerobics videos yeah (laughs) Yeah, i totally remember that my mom had a record yeah it's ed allen time whoa record and i would do a record yeah that's amazing i mean that's kind of great it was so Um, (laughs) and it just it never it never really occurred to me that it was harmful because i because it was all around and I grew up like I was always a very sturdy child and I I knew from a very very young age that I was bigger or not as slim or thin or small or tiny or whatever as a lot of other girls in my in my age my friends or my classmates or whatever and I was always lots I was always friends with so many gymnasts like I don't know why all my friends are like tiny little blonde gymnasts and so it was really it was just really obvious that I was way bigger than them. And so I always felt fat and I was always the bigger one in the group. And so it just always became like a part of my identity and part of something that I hated about myself. Right. Right. Like I was always, I also had short hair. So I was jealous of their long hair and their, their tiny bodies and all this kind of stuff. And like, I'm talking about as like a seven, eight year old child. I'm not talking about like a teenager even. Mm -hmm. Um, although, although I had been aware of it since like kindergarten. Yeah. Um, And, you know, in the mid 90s, it was like it was really fucking bad. Like shows like Friends were really popular. And when you look back and you see how like just how small Courtney Cox and uh, Jennifer Aniston are like, it is crazy. They are adult women and they're just like so super tiny. And it's funny to see actually how how much smaller they get over like over the course of the the seasons. Yeah. And. And so, and like, and even like, I remember like Gwen Stefani, she always had like crop tops and right. stuff. And like, it was just, and like low rise jeans were in style and like Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera, like all these very, very, very slim women. And there were no 
like there were fat women, but they were fat women and they were evolved because they were fat. It was Roseanne. It was Oprah. Yeah, it was, was never really the lead yeah. or the Like remember Ricky Lake? Like Ricky Lake was a fucking joke. Yeah, Monica Lewinsky of, was a joke they because made jokes she was of, overweight, you know? Yes, And yes. so... Um, Monica Lewinsky, well, she was sexy. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm like, that's a whole other if you, episode. If you remember. That's a whole other episode, whatever yeah, happened to her. Yeah, let's... Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it just, I always just hated my body or felt uncomfortable with my body and, and dressing it was, the funny thing is that I hated my body so much as a, as a child and a teenager, but I was actually still a really fucking normal size, like an average yes. size. And I fit clothes and I was able to wear clothes that was trendy or whatever, um, at the time or, you know, more or less. Although I wasn't super interested in fashion and my parents never were. Um, so that was another kind of thing that um, that didn't really help with whole, the whole feeling good about yourself thing. Um, and then it wasn't until I was in my late, in my early 20s that I really, like I had a really terrible year and I gained 70 pounds in one year. And all of a sudden I couldn't fit any of the clothes that I loved anymore. The ones that you wanted to and, and this was 2003 three, four, yeah, 2004, 2005. So like plus size fashion was not what it is today. It was, and it's still no. not awesome today. No. But it was like, it was it's total fucking garbage back then. Yeah. Um, and so it I just gross. remember, I remember it got to a point where like the, and I was going to school, so I didn't have a lot of money. And I just remember going to a vintage store and the only things I could fit in that vintage store were like these giant old man pants. And the and like and like an old lady sweater right. and it was so demoralizing it was and so I just disappointing. I hated like I hated everything about being fat and so you know I I would I absolutely dieted I star starved myself um, I would like make I made myself walk to school for forty five minutes there and back in like the depths of winter in order to lose weight like I just did really stupid fucked up things that everybody does yeah really to lose weight. And then I, I don't know. I just got to a point where I was really sick of hating myself and I broke up with my ex. And one of the things that he loved to do was make me feel like shit about myself. And I hated him and I was like, fuck him. So I was like, fine, like, I'm not going to feel like shit about myself. I'm going to feel it good because it was a fuck you to him. Um, and that coincided with meeting you. And I coming remember into the, the Foxy shop and um, and just kind of stumbling into that whole uh, like actually the very, very early beginning beginnings of the body positive movement and the fat positive movement. As an adult, you start seeing women who are more like different sizes and you, and you can recognize like like it's not about laziness. It's about genetics. It's about, you know, so definitely their There's lifestyle choices, whatever. But there are, yeah, overweight. there are a million reasons why a person has the body that they have. Yeah. And none of it is a moral judgment and none of it reflects on their value as a person, whether they are small exactly. or large or pear shaped or banana shaped or, or apple shaped shape, or whatever right? fruity <laughs> shit we're, <laughs> we're comparing ourselves to. And it's nobody's to. business. Yeah, what it's nobody's business. I look like, or you mm -hmm. look like, or anybody. Like, if somebody's walking down the sidewalk 
it's not my fuck. Sorry, it's not my business. Why are you apologizing for I saying that? It's not my fucking. I've sworn like seven thousand times already. Though. It's nobody's fucking business. No, it's not. Like if like it's just nobody's business. It's bizarre to me how like even on like the shop page, every once in a while we'll put up a picture of somebody who's a little bit beyond the whatever society mm-hmm. standard of whatever and somebody will be like saying all these derogatory things it's none of your fucking business mm-hmm. what someone looks like what and their what size do you think is. it's gonna do when you're calling someone down like that like is, is that is it to make them feel bad about themselves is it to help them that whole help them thing yeah the concern like, trolling yeah, yeah. so like, calling me a fat bitch is gonna help me Mm-hmm. Yeah, like don't you like helping me. you didn't know, right? So like yeah, I'm maybe not I'm sure. helping you Am I fat? figure out. Really? <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't know. I'm trying to help like you obviously you don't feel bad yourself. enough about yourself to do something about it. <laughs> like so this that's is my why, body. Yeah. I know yeah. what I look like. Mm-hmm. I think that's hilarious when people point it out. And it's yeah. like, well, maybe if like you know? are they thinking like, oh, if I shame this person enough, they're mm-hmm. it'll help them get better? Absolutely. Like Hey, there's nothing to get better from. And people also just, they resent people because the hatred, it's a hatred of fatness thing. and fat people and being phobia. fat and whatever, it is so pervasive and it is so intense, so intense. That, that people resent when fat people aren't miserable. Yeah. When fat people don't hate themselves, when fat people are just living their fucking lives and enjoying it, it makes them absolutely furious. And I also think it, like, I think it's furious because we've turned into a moral thing. And so it's like, this person is doing an objectively bad thing. But also I think it's a little bit of resentment because however they feel about their bodies, they can't be happy. So who like, and, and a lot of the time, like the people who have hated me, hated on me the most are people who are, slimmer than me yes always but not but not not like but not not like is that what you're saying yeah like they're not slim they're not very slim people but they're they're smaller than than i am and it's like it's like i hate myself oh and you're even fatter than me how How dare dare you you? how dare you feel good about yourself like what the fuck and instead of learning from that like instead of being like huh if this woman doesn't give a shit if she has uh, like her belly sticking out or she has like cellulite all over her thighs. Like maybe I don't need to give a fuck about that either. And instead they just, they Project turn that, they own. turn that hatred outwards. Well, if people would just simply take the time to just like worry about their own selves. Right. Like just think about your own, like it's not your business. But we're like, battling against everything. We're battling against media. The weight loss right. industry is like a billion dollar, multi-billion oh, dollar industry, it, right? Like the, it's we're fighting against a lot of diet exterior. Just yeah. some of the things that aren't good for you. Well, and even the I'm clothing for, industry like, benefits. Clothing? Yeah. Because yes. the more you your weight yo-yos, yo-yos, the more you have to buy clothing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, fast fashion is really, really cashing in on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coffee shop doesn't do fast fashion. Just say no. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were one of the first boutiques that was body positive in the like city. Like actively yeah. and deliberately. And man, did we get backlash when we started. Like seven years ago? It wasn't as acceptable, mm-hmm. and that's ridiculous. It is. Everybody's a different size, and yeah. you and you're right. You fluctuate through your life, so like, heaven people, forbid, you might like the person that's calling me a fat bitch one day might be fat one day. They could get a disease. They could get like anything. Do you know what I mean? It's really ridiculous, and it's got to stop. Yeah, 
And yeah, size has nothing to do with your character and like that you deserve kindness. Yeah. At the very Everybody deserves least. that. Exactly. And also fatness doesn't have the other thing, um, the other thing is a whole health correlation yes. with fatness. I'd um, like to talk about that. I've always been in exceptional shape physically. Uh, there's never been anything that wrong with my body. Uh, like genetic, like I've always had great blood pressure, Lovely. great cholesterol. Um, like I've never had, like I've never had any like health problems physically because of your weight, my weight. And yet, uh, like when I was pregnant, <clears throat> I was a high risk pregnancy because I was fat. I am fat. Um, and that meant I was at more of a risk for gestational diabetes. I was at a higher risk for um, um, HELLP. It's like it's a, a high blood pressure thing. It's like oh, it's really fucking serious. I like didn't know that. It, it's very deadly and it comes on like very oh. quickly, very suddenly. And then also there was this thing where it's like they were like. Um, <clears throat> giving an epidural to a fat person is more risky they because my because they might not be able to get through all of that fat that's what and they I said just, to, they did that to my sister yeah when she was it's fucking gross and i just and i like and so that because i was a high-risk pregnancy it meant i couldn't give birth where i wanted to mm. i had to go to st boniface hospital um and it just it really fucking pissed me off because my entire pregnancy they could see that you were healthy that i was healthy yeah. like i was at a higher risk but I still didn't have a fucking habit. Yeah. And there are lots of other women that I knew that were pregnant around the same time I was. And they were much smaller than I was. And yeah, a lot of them had had issues. issues. Yeah. But they were never told they couldn't give birth at the birth center or at their local hospital or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's well, just a very, like, we're so scared. Yeah, we're so I scared of that. a low risk pregnant or a high risk pregnancy. And I was. And you weren't overweight? I was. No, I was tiny. I. But I wasn't told that I was a high-risk pregnancy, regardless of the fact that I was fainting daily from low blood right. pressure. Right. Oh, my God. And that's, yeah. like, that's, that's another, not That's risky. a flip side that's of it. That's not, like... And it blows my mind because it shouldn't be this way, not because I'm actually surprised. Yeah. Um, but just that, like, yeah, you're innately a high-risk pregnancy, whereas someone who is petite and is actually Exhibiting having symptoms. health concerns they don't yeah. even that are you? dangerous. Yeah. I was not considered oh a high-risk pregnancy. Yeah, because the assumption is that. if you're thin, you're healthy. But that's so false. And I want to say, like, from childhood, I was, like, like you were saying, I was the bigger one, but I wasn't this as big as I am now, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, but even if I was, that's fine. But I was always the bigger of my friends. I was always larger, like just always a chunkier gal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And every time I would go to a doctor, even from like, I remember six, seven, I had arthritis, but they would always put it down to, I think it's your, your weight, weight or it's growing pains. Like it's always your weight, even if it's depression. I remember going For in about knees. Yeah, and that's why. Because and they because I was so young, they didn't want to look at arthritis. They wanted to look at my weight that they left it, left it, left mm-hmm. it until it just like got so bad, right? But somebody should have been like, Okay, yes, she's overweight, <laughs> but she could still there could something something else it can't be the first it can't be the only thing mm-hmm. yeah. that's looked at and i think when you walk into a doctor's office not all doctors but when you walk into a doctor's office and you are slightly or or lots overweight that's what they look at at first absolutely it's your weight it's got to be your weight and it's not always which is like it can be 
And I, I acknowledge that, but it's not always. And it's often not. It's often not. Yeah. Um, exactly. And so the one thing that I wanted to make sure we mentioned today is that there is a website you can look mm-hmm. up just by Googling, just under good fat care. And there is a list of providers that provide shame-free care for people of all sizes in a variety of professions, definitely doctors and psychiatrists wonderful. and um, just professionals in a variety of fields where you can go see them and their their first thing is not going to be, well, it's because you're overweight. Yeah. Because you shouldn't, some people don't go to the doctor because they they're, they feel that shame, so they don't yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, then, it's, and it's dangerous. It's dangerous not it's to dangerous go to the doctor. It's dangerous for fat people to go, like... I mean, it's it's dangerous because doctors are so misdiagnosed so yes. often and are oh, so judgmental, yes. and then and then we become even more afraid to go when there are things that are happening. So we don't go and we ignore symptoms, and then and you know then shit we're actually dealing with, like like then then we die or we get yeah. sick or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody should should <clears throat> be getting shame free healthcare. Yeah, like absolutely. you shouldn't be afraid to go regardless of your weight age anything your gender anything at all Mm -hmm. you need to be able to be safe to go to a doctor Mm -hmm. at the very least that's insane to me yeah like let's change this shit up yeah for real Mm -hmm. like it's time and like i think it's just as important as always for us to talk about sex a little bit Mm -hmm. and like the fact that there is so much stigma around like people of size like somehow not being as worthy or as good in bed like uh i am petite but i have been with a few larger folks and i have to say i have no complaints you have no complaints (laughs) in that area no it makes me sad when i hear other women's like not want to explore their sexuality because they may have a few extra pounds and not feeling themselves Mm -hmm. yeah like Like, lacking confidence lacking confidence like and th- that is something that does impact people of all size, but it is Everybody, all comes yes. back to fat shaming. Yes. And it all comes back to diet culture and the poison that it is. Mm-hmm. You deserve to have, like, you deserve to have great sex. You deserve to f- be with someone who thinks you're sexy. Not just as a fetish, mind you, because mm-hmm. I've run into that as well, yeah, which definitely. is disgusting. But yeah. yeah, you deserve to, like, be free to, like, if this is your current body, if you want to change it or not, that's up to you. That's nobody's business. But you can have great sex. Yeah. Like, I'm the fattest I've ever been. Me this too, year th- this is the point. fattest I've ever been. And I have had, I have A, the best <laughs> orgasm of my life. I also had an amazing threesome. Right. And uh, yeah, and also, also that's that's post mom. Right. Post that is fat mom sex, man. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's can be great. It, yeah. It can and be it, great. Yeah. It's it's all yeah, it's the diet culture shame, body shame, like it's what we like we've got to tell one another it's okay to let that go yeah. and all sizes are great but i have to all say sizes. like bones are not that fun to play with <laughs> <laughs> i would never say that but this lady can say that i'm <laughs> like but is, everyone like, mo- mostly di- i mean it's, it's, it's not even it's not calling down people who no. are slim that i'm saying that it has nothing to do with that it's actually just that like People who want to have sex with you want to touch you. Yes, and exactly. that is part of it. And they're not touching you, thinking about, oh God, what is this? Yeah. Like they're thinking, like, oh, I get to touch this body. If you've yeah, if you've gotten to the point where you're about to have sex with someone and you're naked, like they know what you look like. Just so you know, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's 
it if you're oh, so in your head, that could be a whole other episode. Yeah. yeah. And it should be, to be yes. quite honest. But because it was important to touch yes. on also. Yeah, absolutely. Right now, I, think, yeah. So. I was definitely one of those uh, young girls who internalized the fact that I wasn't as valuable as as thinner girls and th- thinner young women um, and that I wasn't as attractive. And so a lot of my a lot of my like adolescence and um, young adulthood was spent uh, like when I was a smaller child and I was bigger, I, I just hid my body. I would dr- I would wear really baggy clothes and t-shirts and hoodies and stuff. And then and then when I started, you know, like developing as a woman, mm-hmm. um, and then I realized I realized the the power, um, power that the female body can have. And I I realized that, and it wasn't it wasn't guys my age. It was older men were suddenly looking at me differently, mm-hmm. and and because I was so like starved for attention. that attention, I. I started playing it up and I would I would compensate for my fatness by dressing like really sexy or dressing very like in a very feminine way. So, uh, you know, like the long hair. uh, I mean, I love my long hair, but definitely I started growing out my hair long as a way to compensate for the fact that I wasn't, you know, a traditionally uh, attractive woman with my body. Um, Or I always made sure that I wore like full makeup when I left the house and I would obsess over having like my nails done or having a good tan and just and like wearing heels, even though it fucking killed me because I was trying to uh, I wasn't trying to cover up or distract from the fact that I was fat or overweight. And like and honestly, actually, half the time I wasn't even I was I was a very just average size. Yeah. Um, But it had already become part of my identity, you know, and it was just it was to make up, you know, for the fact that I was fat. It was. It was something to be compensated for. And the word fat itself, like we should talk about that. Like yeah. We should talk about the actual word because people, um, it's just been, it's just been weaponized. And yeah. just been like, it's been like my ex-husband, um, like that was the, like he just went for it. Like, and yeah. I was way smaller, but like, and I gained weight in that relationship because of how he treated me because I stopped caring about myself. But regardless, he would use that word like it was like, the worst the thing. worst word that you could ever use and quite honestly it's just a thing it's just it's a, a descriptor it's just yeah. like i'm fat yeah just like you have like that skin i feel like we could is, do an episode on, hair. on words that people you know? use that yeah. way just yeah. right general, but just also, just so you but... know like it's just a descript like if anybody's watching this and they just are so afraid of yeah. that word like don't be afraid. it's a word yeah like sometimes mm-hmm. we're like it's a word yeah so like i'm fat and people will be like oh, no, don't say that about don't yourself say that about you. you're like, not I am fat, fat you're just curvy and i'm like but i am fat <laughs> and it's no, okay well, like, i struggle I'm to fat. use that word for the people i care about because i'm slim yeah and i I know you two We're cool would like know that yeah, it's coming but it from. Yeah, it still feels like a, weird. Yeah, it, right? feels it like, does feel weird. It feels a sometimes. little like me using the N word. Like right. not in the not to the same extent because there's not the same level of. But it feels uh, like but it's not your word to use. It feels like it's, it's not been, my word to use because it's been used so weaponized, been, yeah. especially by smaller people. Yes, I think one um, way of working on that is is like making the effort to use it when you're with people who you know don't assign it a moral value yeah. because it will help you break through the moralization that's happening right now. 
because you're still you're afraid to use it because because of its hurtful nature right Mm -hmm. yeah and so I guess my concern is like being in public and using that and having someone view me as Mm-hmm. using it as negative oh, yeah like, so what other more so think? than like yeah I or like as could, opposed to private if it was just the three of us in yeah. private conversation i could use the word and not feel you just concerned because i know yeah. you know i'm not coming from a negative place and it should but if never I was in public negative, it's just and i was word. to be like yeah janelle's my fat friend which is also a fucked up sentence and i would never say <laughs> but <laughs> for example but for, for a terrible example, example like i'm your one fat friend <laughs> no but not even diversify me elena <laughs> what about me yeah, diversify I, mean, I, have. I have a real problem with diversifying my friend group yeah man you should also get some friends of color <laughs> Okay, now we're or going like friends forward. that aren't straight. Yeah, like geez. <laughs> but um, I can understand that because you're yeah, not fat. For sure. It's yeah. like you don't want people to be offended. And I know that people can view me as intimidating because of being slim and can just innately be offended by my presence, which also sucks for me, just saying. Because you're not so that I'm making not, it about me. Because you're so not that person. It like, you know it also ends up coming back in that way where I get treated poorly because of other people's insecurities. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't and think of it that way, you know? I, didn't. I Now that I'm older, I'm able to know that that's that and mm-hmm. not take it as personally. Right. Um, and just, you know, just continue to show love to people who are not feeling like they're being loved by, exactly. you know, like society. Yeah. But and like, I think that's still that's all women. That's all yeah. women. All women, yeah. regardless of size, yeah. are all fighting that battle. Yeah, but we're it still hurts our when someone every looks woman. at me and says, "Like you clearly don't eat." Yeah, yeah. Like, which I don't like, get now that I've gained thirty pounds. You obviously don't have pounds, any problems, like, or they assume or like, that you're yeah. you're that's, fine with. I've heard that in the shop. That you yeah. don't have that any self-confidence issues or anything. It's like that is just as offensive as calling someone whatever derogatory term about being overweight or fat and it all comes back to fat shaming and yes. fat culture and diet culture because it's it's all of it comes together to be especially women but men too mm-hmm. yeah men too creating a hierarchy around your quality of being yeah your value to do yeah, your with value your yeah. value due to your size let's just stop that like it's a, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a it's a class thing for sure. Yeah. It is gendered, but it is also not gendered. Because um, men I, who, are, who are fat are are shamed as well. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Time, actually, and men men are starting to develop, and boys are starting eating to develop di- eating, eating disorders. disorders at a higher rate. Um, yeah, and talking about it. And more uh, too. and it's also like a huge thing. I mean, like I'm not gay. I'm not a man, so I'm not speaking. I don't want to speak no. for that that community, but it is something that I've heard. Uh, my gay friends talk about there's like a very strict standard of appearance um, okay. uh, for gay men and I think it's gotten better over the years also but like yeah it used to be like very like male model like very I didn't know that very like yeah mm-hmm. like washboard abs and all that kind of stuff oh. one of my uh, closest friends um, he he was gay he he was gay, and I say that because he he died of cancer. And um, I remember when he when he first 
moved out of his small town and he was able to be on his own and like really immerse himself in his own community and stuff like he lost a lot of weight that was and a lot of the weight was was part like part of it was because he was repressing himself and he was using food to like self-medicate and stuff and so definitely part of the weight loss was um you know just being more comfortable and being in a better space psychologically for him um and so i just i remember when he came back for the summer like he was way slimmer and he was so excited about his new smaller body and um you know i was really i was really happy for him because he felt better about himself and and all this kind of stuff and then like a year or two later he had come back and he was not his you know he had gained weight again and we discovered that he had cancer mm. and so i don't know if cancer caused the weight caused the weight loss or if it was because of stress of school or you know if we're, if that slimness was just like kind of like a one off period um but i remember um i remember one time he told me he said you know the shittiest thing about me having cancer or like me you know having this cancer is that like i have cancer and i'm still not fucking skinny somebody said he was so pissed that he wasn't even losing weight even though he had cancer and i just you know and i like and like i i felt that for him yeah you know i was like yeah i get i get that that's a piss off like yeah you know in our society like if you're gonna have cancer could you at least have a more you know like societal yeah yeah societally acceptable body and then at this but yeah but i was so fucking devastated for him like like and he died he died of this fucking cancer like Mm -hmm. it wasn't like it was fucking serious like Mm -hmm. and like and he knew that like intellectually he like and he knew he knew that his life was more his life was more valuable you know alive fat than dead skinny but it's just like that is how that's how powerful fucked up that is how much we hate that is how powerful diet in our society is and yeah. fat phobia and the body shame like it yeah. is so powerful. and people will it's killing people people will take like crazy dangerous pills i they know will, I, ha- I myself have in, yeah when, like in amphetamines teens, and stuff I did. yeah and i was great like literally losing my mind and i was like but i'm getting thinner yeah i, I mean like i could get into that whole thing but it it I, I realized like somewhere along the way like my value isn't um tied to my weight like yeah. I just know like I know that deep inside now but it doesn't mean to say that if you want to lose weight there's something wrong with you either I'd like to say that you can if you want to change your body in any way that's fine but it, it your value is not tied to the this the number on the scale it just isn't and it can't be yeah I think it's a very tricky thing because your, their, your human value is you're born with it. Like the excuse of health uh, is used to justify yeah. um, unhealthy amounts of weight loss and like unhealthy like uh, or weight loss that's done so quickly that it's unhealthy. Um, so it it's hard because there are certain health related reasons to lose weight. Yes. And um, we're not saying there are. Or we're losing weight is a benefit. We'll tell ourselves it's healthy. Yeah. But really it's to look smaller it's to yeah. be smaller yeah if it really um, is for your health like yes i remember that whole remember when the whole thing switched to like healthy is the new skinny yeah and it's like yeah they weren't showing healthy fat women no. wearing nikes exactly uh, like you know 
like doing fucking bicep curls at the gym. Those were never the women in memes. It was always very thin, still white women in fucking leggings and a sports bra. Yeah, yeah. Maybe more musculature. Maybe had had more musculature. Yeah, they don't even show really muscular women or really. yeah, like and they're airbrushing fitness models to have and less they're fitness muscles. models already for crying out loud. Yeah. Like we uh, just all people, please be aware. Like this is not right. Your value is not based on your weights. <laughs>